So that's, that's our ministry in picture. That's kind of what we do. Um, what I really want to share with you is not so much since last time we've been here, which was just before COVID, maybe the year before COVID or that, you know, 2019. So it's been three years at least since I've been here. I'm not really going to share about those three years. I'm just going to share about this year. But one of the things I will share about the last three years is I have a tradition in our church that the last Sunday of the year, it is my year in review sermon. So I get up there and I tell everyone about everything that's happened this year. And then the first Sunday, it's the looking forward. Well, <laughs> usually those sermons are pretty generic. It's like, oh yeah, we've had a good year or you know, little things have happened. The last, even before COVID, the last sermon before COVID, so the 2018 sermon, it was like, we've never had a year like this before. And that is how my sermons have been, that looking back one has been every year. And it's like, we've never had a year like this before. And I just, things are getting harder or just all these things. Because every year something else has happened that's never happened before. And bigger things, and, and some of them are exciting, some of them are devastating. We've had a lot of, we've had a, um, some serious issues happen in our church, people passing away and, and different things have happened. And it's just got more and more difficult, but God has been faithful. And then we have this year. And this year, when I preach in two months, when I preach this sermon, guess again, that will be my opening line. We've never had a year like this year. But this year honestly does, you know, as the saying goes, takes the cake. We started this year, or around springtime of this year, we had three, we were going through three really difficult things. The first was our church was in pretty dire straits. COVID has affected all churches and whatnot, and we understand that, but our church had steadily begun to shrink, and we started looking at our church, uh, even with our organization, Village Missions, with the leadership, and we said, our church may no longer be financially viable, because we were, we were shrinking because of different things that were going on, COVID and a few other things, um, and that just continued, that was in the spring, and through the year, it started got worse. There were times during the summer where our church attendance was three people. That's because my kids were off, the girls were off at camp, the boys and Naomi were gone, and so it would be myself, maybe our elder and his wife, and maybe one other person, if that, some Sundays. That's not financially feasible. Uh, that's why we belong to an organization called Village Missions that provides salary support so you can support churches that don't have a big population. But even that village mission says three people, that's, that's getting close to our, well, that is numbers that we can't sustain anymore. Uh, on top of that, um, being a firefighter, I, is anyone here a volunteer firefighter or has been? Nice. Um, I know in the past there has been other people as well. Um, you see a lot of stuff. You carry a lot of baggage with you. Um, I teach about that. I instruct about that. Um, has anyone ever heard of the term schism? No. You guys have all heard about PTSD, right? Okay, I am on a PT I, we don't call it this, but I am on a PTSD uh, team. I go around and I can be called throughout the province to help. Remember when that firefighter died in Castor back in February was killed? Line of duty death? Okay, most of you don't. But that's okay. I was called down to Castor. I get called all over the place to help and, and be involved. Uh, I was also looking at becoming an instructor with that, but that kind of has changed for now. Um, but yeah, you have a lot of baggage. You have 
you have a lot of stress, right? So emotionally, uh, yeah, I have PTSD. And like I said, every year, things have been getting worse. This year was really hard. And then on top of that, um, we had a, a church shrinking. Oh, yeah. The other one was we were being sued as our church. Some of you, you've heard about this. We've mentioned it. We haven't been very public. Uh, back when we built our parsonage, we started construction back in 2019. Right in the early phases, we had a construction mishap. Someone broke his foot. Uh, one of our contractors, he wasn't insured, which we didn't know when we hired him. We weren't insured, so it went back and forth. Um, we were told right away, the guy said, oh, I, he was a Christian. He says, I don't want to sue the church. I'm just seeing if the insurance company has money. Okay, I, I don't blame you for that because you're off work now. Insurance company said, we don't have money. He says, okay, I'll drop it. Next year, same thing. Next year, same thing. This year we got the call, or we got the letter from the lawyer that we were actually being sued. Everything else before was a little kind of feelers out. I, I don't understand all of it. I'm not a lawyer. Um, but we were being sued for 200000 right? And this is when our church is going like this. Our finances are going like this. You know, my mental health is going like this. And then we have a lawsuit on top of it, right? I was like, and we talked to the lawyer, and the lawyer's like, well, you'll have, to, you'll have to come up with the money. I'm like, we can't even afford my salary. I was like, he's like, well, just take a second mortgage out on your church. I'm like, if we can't afford my salary, how are we going to afford a mortgage payment to pay this off, right? It just got worse and worse and worse. That's where we were in the beginning of the summer. Um, heck, that's where we were up until a month ago, two months ago. Now... Things have completely changed. Our church, um, <laughs> it's really interesting. Our church, as I, as I talked, as I started off, right, it's great to come into church and see new faces. If you came into our church today, you would only recognize two people, other than my family, obviously, you would recognize us. We only have two people who originally started in our church. Um, the reason is the other people, it's not bad, the other people, moved away. Our elder, his wife, and their extended family, um, they moved because of job, because uh, her health was failing. They needed to move into the city to be looked after properly, right? That was the core of our church. My board, I lost three quarters of my board when that happened. But now you come into our church and you would recognize nobody. And that's a good thing. There was a time, right before we came here, it just stopped about two weeks ago. Every week, a new person was in our church. Every week there was a new face, and all those new faces, except for one person, all of those new faces stayed. Our church, like I said, at the beginning of this year, we were lucky if we could get 10 people in church. Now we're up over 20. Once again, for some churches, 20 people, that's still really, really small. But when you were at one point down to three people, now to be up to 20 is, is so exciting. It's absolutely so amazing to see how God is working. And then the lawsuit, we found out two months ago, the lawsuit was dropped. Why it was dropped, I don't know. I wasn't going to push on it. I'm just happy that it's dropped and it's over. And our lawyer is signing something with the other guy's lawyer that this can never happen again, right? It's okay, we give up and it's done and it's over. And so hopefully next year we won't get another letter from a lawyer saying we're trying to be sued. So... Um, 
And yeah, with my, my, my PTSD, with my mental health, well, you know what? You have those scars forever, but it's getting better, even though some of the calls are getting worse. Um, that's how it goes. So the beginning of this summer, beginning of this year, we were absolutely spiraling. Everything seemed to be against us. But the really interesting thing in all of that because people, some of the people who were close to me, other pastors I knew, and our, our, um, my boss, our, our district representative, we call them, they said, how are you doing? And I said, you know what? I'm completely relaxed. I said, I don't know if it is extreme apathy, and I just don't care anymore, or, and I said, I don't think it's that. I said, even though everything has fallen apart, and I do not see a way out of this at all, I'm 100% content because I know God is in control. I said, I have no idea what he's doing. I have no idea what is going to happen. Even week to week, day to day, I had no idea what was going to happen. But I said, I have 100%. And even Naomi, we, we talked about this. We weren't afraid. We weren't frustrated. We weren't upset. We weren't nervous. I mean, okay, a little bit, obviously, through that. But we were content in all of it. And it just it comes down to, you know, I, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I go through my life and I have certain passages that really speak to me. And I hold on to those passages for a long time. And my passage right now that I just hold to means so much to me is Psalm 121. I lift my eyes to the hill. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And that's what I realized. During this time when it seemed that everything was falling apart, God was there. God was my helper. God was my hope. And I clung to that. And like I said, whether it was, you know, and I had those prayers. I had those times of thinking to God and say, you know what, if, this, if we're done in Ridge Valley, even though we've built this brand new house and other amazing things is happening, if our time here is done, it's done. And I accept that. And you'll use us wherever it is we're going to go. Or I said, and I don't see how you can do it, but if you decide to keep us here and change things, I'm content with that too. And I look forward to that. And like I said, now we're coming to the end of the year. Our church is now, it's going to sound funny to say it this way, our church is now double the size that it was. We're not dealing with a lawsuit. Our finances are starting to be in the upswing now. And mentally, mental health is, is doing a lot better as well. And this is incredible, right? God is with us. God walks with us. Sometimes it's big, amazing things. You know, like I said, every week, someone new coming into the church, and it was just absolutely bizarre I, I, bizarre isn't the right word, but just how exciting it was to just be like, hey, I wonder who God's going to bring in to church this week. And sometimes it was people that we knew and people we had been working with, like our couple, the couple from our church, the elder and his wife, they moved out, a new Christian family came in. Well, they're now attending the church, right? And it was just other people we met. And sometimes it was just random people. We have no idea where they came from. And they just started attending our church and how exciting it is that God walks with us God is working, and God can give us this confidence, right? God can give us that peace of mind. Like I said, when we looked at it, and we said, we don't know where it's going, we don't know if everything's falling apart, and if it is, it is, right? God has something else planned. Or if he's going to rescue us from this situation, 
He's going to rescue us, and we're going to rejoice over that. So um, that's all I have to share. Uh, Well, actually, I have tons more to share, obviously. Um, That's all I'm going to share, because I want to be respectful of your time, because you guys are having a congregational meeting afterwards, so we want to be very respectful of that. What's that? Woohoo, there you go. Um, So we will not be staying long afterwards because we want you guys to have that meeting. Um, But yeah, if you have any questions afterwards, you want to try and catch us before we leave, we love to share. We love to um, just share about things. And once again, we like to thank you guys for all of your support through the years. And I'm not just talking about the financial support, which has absolutely been amazing and has helped us so much, but just your prayers your relationships, your time, even though most of you weren't here, really, your time when we were here in this church as Bible college students and the support that you guys gave and the mentoring you gave and the relationship that you gave us was absolutely incredible. So thank you so much for everything that you've done for us over the years. And we're just glad that we could be back to share with you guys. Can I close in prayer? Or do you? Okay, Calvin's going to come up. Actually, I'd like to pray for you guys quick if I can, and then we'll... Invite the worship team up. Sure. All right. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for Chris and Naomi and their family, and we thank you for how you've planted them as a pillar and as a light in Rich Valley. Lord, I just pray for your grace and your healing, your joy and your peace to be poured out on them and their kids' lives over their church. Lord, we thank you for this good news of um, this lawsuit being dropped and uh, new life in the church. And Lord, I just pray that you would continue to just make yourself known. Lord, we thank you for your promises. We thank you that you watch over us. And we thank you for psalms like Psalm 121. And so, Lord, you are faithful and you are good. And so, Lord, I just pray for your blessing on this great family and just continue to do your work in Rich Valley and... Claremont and Alberta and around the world, that you would be made known and that you would accomplish your purpose as we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, blessings, Thank brother. All right, well, thanks, Chris, for sharing that. And we'll uh, just bless you with this song. This is Psalm 121 in song.